All right, I, guys, I, I am <clears throat> I am literally losing it. Uh, I, I'm I'm descending into something that I, where I don't recognize myself anymore. <clears throat> so then before, your transformation is almost complete. Is almost complete. I am Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Thank mommies for being here. Hi, Jeans. Uh, we, of course, have your emails from drdreffdark at gmail.com and your voice messages, many, many, at uh, 818-253-1693. And uh, you can get the bobblehead uh, when uh, Mrs. Pinsky comes back in here. You can be sure she'll be pitching that. That's her pride and joy. You can get that at drdrew.com slash store. And the Rational Recovery Mug, which I want all of us sipping from simultaneously every morning so we can be together in our Rational Recovery, that is at store.ymhstudios.com. There it is. There is the glorious cup. That cup really is great. I, that, that image is – why didn't you guys make a T-shirt of that image too? I think that, that – uh, can we do more with it? No. Uh, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, we we'd <sighs> rather come up with some some newer stuff. I than... just I'm in love with that whole image. It's just so great, and we need a rational recovery right now. My like, God, we need it. I mean, Christina promised it was coming. Who knew it was going to take this long? And then, of course, the shirtless Drew, and then there's the um, don't f uh, how f and dare you, which is words spoken primarily to Nadav. That's uh, me talking to Nadav oh, on a regular basis. How effing dare you, Nadav? Yeah, that's the kind of relationship that we Al have. Although I noticed it graduated to just fuck you the other day. So we've kind of moved on. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to need a new shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I was thinking about this show uh, before the mic heated up here. And um, if somebody is just jumping into this thing now, you know what I mean? If we have new viewers or new listeners now, I would urge you in the strongest way to go back at least a year and uh, kind of examine the narrative arc of how we got here. You, you know what I'm saying, guys? It, it's like there's a lot of material on any and assessing your guys' personalities. Oh, and yeah. we, 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 let's just say that these relationships were um, forged in fire. They were forged in fire. And, and, and for us to sort of revisit some of that stuff, it would lose some of its luster, but it's good material. And I suggest you go back and uh, avail yourself of it. If you did not hear us when we, we essentially, we sort of started, let's just talk about how the evolution of the show. Do you mind? Sure. Absolutely. So, so we started this show, uh, it was actually Susan and Tom thought about it. And then Christina went, no, I want a show where we examine comedians because they're all so dark and crazy. I want to see what's going on. So we did, Probably nine months or so did we do of just uh, one comedian host, would you say? No? Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. that for a while. And uh, and uh, they all had essentially the same story of trauma and addiction and terrible stuff. Uh, but we learned like lots of interesting things. I still need to close the loop on Bobby Lee. He's been <coughs> sort of weirdly avoiding me, it seems like, for a while. Because uh, I told him on his show with his wife that he was going to have a relapse. Because he was, and he did, and then he avoided me. Um, and same thing with Jen uh, Kirkman. Uh, we showed her the uh, the poop diving. Yeah, the septic tank The diver. septic tank guy, which was the grossest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I think that was the first time you were so happy sharing something disgusting with someone. Because she almost show. threw up. It yeah. was that whole thing that you I seemed to have it. a little bit of fun with. Um, That's interesting. But she has never spoken. <laughs> It's not, find, it's not gagging, dude. Don't you dude. find that it's a little interesting? Just gagging. I, I know that's where your head goes. I don't think mine really goes there, but maybe, uh, maybe you'll reveal more about me as we go into uh, Nanny. Who knows? But, but as I have learned about any, I've learned about myself, and so here we are. But, but, um, but Jen Kirkman has literally not spoken to me since that day, and it's been deeply disturbing to me. I, I love Jen. I'm a fan of hers and everything about her. And uh, I've DM'd her. I've sent her uh, voice messages, and she has been incommunicado. I have a, th you know, maybe uh, when she was on the show, she was like, you know what, Doctor Drew is a completely different person than who I thought he was. He's just over here trying to make me throw up on camera. I I hope that's not the case, because if if she if she does feel that way, I need to know it, uh, because I need to take a good look at myself if that's true. If I've hurt a friend. So, uh, yeah, I, I would like to know that if that was it. I have a feeling it has something more to, you know, I do some podcasts with Adam Carolla, and I have a feeling it probably has more to do with that because um, 
the Adam is sort of perceived as a certain thing, I bet, in her eyes that, that I am not. I am this moderate, moderate, moderate guy. Um, but maybe, you know, these days, if you're moderate, you're considered uh, enemy also. So who knows? I, I don't know. It depends on people's. We've, we've gone crazy, a whole world of craziness, everybody. Uh, right, so phase one was... Uh, so phase was one was the comedian. And then it became more uh, me sort of... It, it became kind of like a re-imagining uh, of Love Line where a lot of these, these kinds of uh, emails and voice messages were people asking about their sexual stuff. And uh, I thought in the day of the internet there wasn't so much of those kinds of questions, but it turns out there is a lot. And uh, people are as confused as they ever were. It's just sort of in a different context. And then Christina joined me for a while, and uh, she took things to yet another level where we were wearing diapers. Did I wear a diaper, too? Or she wore a diaper as a commitment to the show. I can't remember if you actually pissed I I don't think I did. She did. But you definitely offered. I offered. And that was to her. (laughs) that That was because I was willing to commit myself to Christina. And... We covered a lot of territory, a lot of interesting stuff, and uh, looked at a lot of interesting things, and came up with the Rational Revolution, which which she promised me would be a, a an important uh, it, that would it was coming that it was coming that rationality would restore itself, and I do kind of have that faith that that will be the case. And then we went off again by ourselves, and the I discovered uh, some very interesting things about the Booth Boys. I think probably where you should start to get to where we are now is. Uh, what was the title of the show where any of the gargoyle sort of presented himself to us? Was it called Any is a Gargoyle might, or something like that? It might have been called Dark Holes or something. <laughs> of course something like that. And we had, so it will make sense to you if you, <laughs> Dark Hole is uh, about poor Any's concern with the clown from It coming up out of the toilet and uh, sucking him down in. And you'll understand why he reacted so strongly to the show, last show when Susan was in here, where her purse went down the storm drain. And you can, I'm sure, see that up on the website now where we, we fished that out. But uh, for any, that was a very challenging experience. Let's see, where are we looking there? you find it? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was pretty much like early 100s is when uh, Booth Boy stuff started happening. All right. Dark Hole <laughs> is episode 119. Okay, there it is, 119. Uh, and then we started doing personality profiles on everybody and examining things more closely. And then Zolo and I had a couple shows together, which was interesting. And you guys have destroyed that young man. Hey, he's more normal than any of us. He was. He started that way. No, he still is. Remember, we did the personality test. Oh, yes, he, that's right. He got he, the right answer on everything. No, you're right. He was. He was. So maybe he's just yeah. a perfect liar. We're not sure yet. No, no, no. He was more. He had no less personality stuff than the rest of you. But that's why. Because of his um, his youthful youthful health, that's why you all had to send on him and destroy him, right? He was too healthy. You see how that works? Yeah. I, I, I don't think we forced him to do anything he didn't want. Well, he is he is another. Everybody here is committed. <laughs> everybody here is committed. So that was the low hundreds. Where are we now? What, what show are we up to here now? Roughly speaking. I think we're like in the 150s right now. Okay. So the, there, I would urge you to go back into those low hundreds if you're a newcomer to this series and um, yeah, get a feel for everybody in the game here. And, uh, the, the, and and by the way, feel free to send us. I'm always asking for direction from the audience, and they, they never give us any sort of feedback this way, either in the voice message or in the email, things you'd like to see us do or directions you'd like to see us go. Or is there things you'd like to see us revisit? We are happy to do that. Uh, so I, there's something up on the board that I, I can't resist uh, that caught my eye before we even started the camera rolling here, which is ass play therapist. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So you can do that with your asshole, for instance. Like people carry so much baggage around the asshole. It's a freaking portal to the deepest, most powerful, most potent orgasms, right? But when we've sort of layered all of this meaning and story onto our asshole, it literally compresses the spectrum of feeling that we can access in there. And so when you start to unwind that, that has added up inside of your body, you'll also be able to get to mind-blowing sex a lot more because you'll be able to tap into those feeling states which contribute to that experience. Do you agree with that, Drew? That was mostly gibberish. I mean, really mostly gibberish. So I, I, as she's saying, and I, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, so the colon doesn't exist? So so the, the shit in the colon is not something that uh, any human should... We did that to ourselves, is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah the, yes, the reason 
people concern themselves with their asshole is for shit to to excrement. That that's what the primary goal of that part of the body is. You can use it for sexuality, and it is stimulated by some of the same nervous tissue that gets to the penis and the and the uh, clitoris. But uh, you don't have to pile up too much psychological material to have other concerns about that region of your body. That's all I'm saying. I, and, and by the way, she didn't say anything specific about what it is that people are hung up on and what the goals are that's magically going to be unleashed if you, whatever she was saying, she wouldn't even recommend the, anything specific. I thought you said the goal was mind-blowing sex. That that's the she did, but portal. then she said once you let, no, I don't want to play it again. <laughs> but, but, but even when she was saying like when you, when you let go of this and let go of that and explore this and the things you've piled up, she didn't say anything specific. It was all just sort of vague nothings. Is there more with this woman? I, now, now I'm fascinated. It's uh, also it's it's that thing that is always the funniest when basically all she's saying is nothing. Uh, yeah, she, she's saying nothing, but it's like this thing that I discovered yeah. is going to blow yeah. all of your fucking minds. You know, I, I it have, makes me feel so good. I have it's noticed that, that any great point. I have noticed there is a lot more of that these days of people sort of coming from their own personal experience and then generalizing it. Remind me to bring this up next time I have Susan in here because uh, she is guilty of this. Oh, right, because she thinks that uh, the ass is a portal to no, curing COVID, No right? portals. Well, she's into portals, but we, we'll, if you want to talk about portals, okay, I'm going to put a note about that too. She'll, she will regale you about portals. Can't wait. But, um, but she has decided because she had a certain experience with COVID that's the experience with COVID. This is what COVID is. It's a, it's just a congestion, just a cough, and you're going to have this and you're going to have that because she had that. I, I thought to myself when she started that stuff, I was like, oh, thank God she's not a clinician because she'd be she would she would not be teachable. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, the whole purpose of clinical training is being exposed to the spectrum of the human experience around certain pathologies and infections and things. And it's it's a spectrum. Nobody's the same. That So you can recognize it when it comes back around, even though it looks a little different than last time. <coughs> so, yeah. So I can't wait to talk about that with her. Um, so there's the ass play therapist. Um, she also, by the way, <clears throat> she admonished me this morning as I was leaving. I think she mentioned this when we were all at our dinner. Which was, she said, tell them I like videos of people falling down. Sort of like uh, ridiculousness videos. Oh, great. We have a whole bunch of horrible or hilarious you, you, and, But she said, make sure there's no broken bones. Nobody, no, nothing horrible. And I thought, oh. Look, I, I know we, the whole game. Trust me. It, it's, it's you guys. I, I know where it goes. You, you, she, so for the rest, you know where it goes. What I'm thinking is, so I say, guys, hey, she just likes, you know, guys falling off skateboard, not hurting themselves. And in those guys' heads, immediately it's like, oh, we're going to show dead people. We're going to show you people whose limbs get torn off. Here it comes, right? That's your head. Yeah, she'll take what we give her. That's right. There you go. That is your mom's house, everybody, in a nutshell. There it is. Uh, but you can show me a couple horrible, hilarious. All right, let me show you the ones that probably she really wouldn't like. We, I may bring them back, just so you know. Sure. We'll see. Okay. Uh, all right, she'll like that one. She'll like that one. Oh, she's not going to like this one. But I might. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh! Broke my leg. I like... I like the way he knew immediately there was a broken leg. Broken leg! Broken leg! What, when, so, so I think you should show her that one just in case. And and by the way, I don't think she's seen Tom's thing. Oh, we, have, we have that ready to go also. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that she has examined that properly. Um, but what just whenever i see somebody running in what they don't even look like tennis shoes with snow around i, I know we're in big trouble there's going to be a big something bad's going to happen oh yeah this the ice is going to be a slip and this one isn't even that this was just the this was the tom segura syndrome it's kind of interesting isn't it how many males of all different ages do that just just doing something and it and it, let's put it this way if you don't think NBA athletes are great athletes, this never happens to them out on the basketball court. And yet they're doing this all day long. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, that's the difference, isn't it? That that they their bodies are like, you know. Conditioned for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Conditioned they, for it, yeah. Yes. Wait, there's some freak injuries, though, still. Not like, not like, not a Segura injury. Well, but but also 
the thing that athletes do that I bet none of these people do, including Tom, admittedly, is they never stretch or pre-workout or nothing. Like they just go in and start dunking. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Start jumping. And and it does. And I think they delude themselves because they start thinking it's a low net, no big deal. And I I I get it, man. Shit happens. But uh, it, it is interesting how it never happens to the NBA players. That's sort of interesting to me, and it happens a lot to the. And this guy didn't look like he was completely out of shape, you know, and he was relatively young. So it's uh, interesting, interesting. Does, so, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask if the uh, weather, it being cold, does that like make it easier to break stuff? No, no? well, okay. the muscles are a little tighter for sure mm-hmm. and, and I guess less forgiving that way, but it, it's ice. <laughs> I just think ice when I, when I see that stuff. Good. And, you know, people are rarely, when they're running to a basketball hoop out in the cold, they're rarely wearing shoes that can handle the, that and and to be fair, anything you're landing on is more concretey when it's cold. It's it's denser. All right, I, I want to see another horrible, hilarious. That guy's going. That guy might need a surgery. By the way, it looked almost like a femur fracture. A femur fracture? Well, it, it was either. I it, thought it was like knee stuff. No? It did. It was yeah, no, knee, but some sometimes that goes to femur. Not not in somebody his age typically though. Uh, God, it's hard to tell. Because because it, it looks like his foot got caught on the concrete like yeah. a little too early yeah and then his knee bent sideways right and of... that's a knee thing it could be just knee it could be just knee he, he could have lucked out do you think uh yeah. like a, does that look like a meniscus acl uh, all everything just all of it, just all all of it stuff. yeah but sometimes the top of the tibia gets involved with that and that's where it gets to be more problem Ooh. yeah my son was playing football and uh, he was going to tackle the quarterback and the guy rolled into him with his foot planted you know what I'm talking about? It's when somebody rolls really. into your rolled into him with the foot planted. No, my son had his foot planted oh, okay. to tackle, and the guy rolled into the leg, oh. and it broke his femur. It broke his femur. Oh. We thought it was a knee, but it turned out to be a femur. Oh, mm. yeah. Crazy. Isn't that like one of the thickest bones? Yeah, it's it's the big one. Yeah, and it takes a long time to recover from that. Yeah, right? it was horrible. It was uh. horrible. It's horrible. Made him who he is. I tell you. So. Uh. So, uh, all right, one one more horrible hilarious since we're in this zone. Uh oh! 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 If that guy were five years older, he would have actually split open. You know what I mean? Because when your tissue is so much stronger when you're young, he went right into a slate ledge, right. a rock ledge. He's with made his, a rubber now, right? The, and he went it with his chest, right? Let's see what uh, he hits no, with. I think he hit it with his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I imagine he's got a few missing teeth. No, 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 he hit his chest. It was his chest. His chest. And his chin and his chest. But the chin, ki- oh, go slow. Watch. See? See, the face kind of missed it. If he, if oh, it had been his face. The face at the top. Yeah, if it had been his face, it would have opened up. He would have seen oh. blood everywhere. But the fact that his chest in in an older Ooh, person, yeah, he see? is a pixel away <laughs> from losing his entire jaw. I know you're. That's exactly <laughs> oh right. God. Yeah, and so in an older person, this, I think a lot about that these days. Well, actually, when I was pulling that crap out of the storm drain, and my arm ended up purple and bloody after just reaching into the storm drain, I thought, yeah, yeah. When you get older, the tissue just falls apart. If you hit a ledge like that, purple you, and bloody. Still is. Man. Wait, it's like it bru- you bruised? I bruise so easily from all the sun scum. Holy shit! Wait a minute. Yeah. Happens all the time. That's man. from the that's fucking. From, drain? That's just from lying down. That's just from my arm scraping against the the drain as I reach for that thing. It happens all constantly. Wait, how does that? It's ridiculous. I don't get Have it. Have you always had that? No. Well, in the last five, three years, maybe four years, is it's that... just a, it's my my skin. Your skin gets thinner and the tissue gets thinner as you age. A lot of that is from, remember I was a lifeguard at the beach, a lot of that is from sun damage, but so much is reaching into a suitcase. I'll get something like that. Reaching yeah. into a suitcase? It's, ridiculous. So, it's so, ridiculous. so are you saying if I like punched you in the shoulder right now, you'd have like a bruise? No, I could of... take that. No, I no. Well, I might bruise more uh-huh. easily. I might. Sure. But but the the forearm was just terribly sun damaged skin, so it's extra thin. So oh, that's why that's happening there. Okay. Yeah. The rest of me, I'm just aware that if I were to hit a rock wall like that with my chest, in spite of the fact that I'm in decent shape, it would <laughs> be very different than it was for this kid. So if I punch the <laughs> shit out of your forearm, then I would like break it or no no it's all super fit. the the bones are good oh. and, and the muscles good it's what's on top of it it's oh. not good so you just have gotcha. a thin layer of protection exactly and, and it really it's pulling anything that pulls right I was I was on my back if you remember 
reaching in and sliding up and back against the uh, the cement, and it was the, the the pulling that really does it. Any kind of scraping or pulling makes and and, it's and that bruising does it hurt? Nothing. Oh. Zero. Oh, okay. Zero. And and it's so annoying because my arm then looks like that for ten days. You know, it's like disgusting. It's like it's, it's do not get old, gentlemen. Just the bottom line. I mean, copy that. I, and I'm I'm about <laughs> and and to be you know and and my my objective physician assessment of myself, I'm about as good as you can get for the age I am. So believe me, there are people in a lot worse shape uh, than myself. How old are you again? Sixty-three. I have to think about 63. it. Sixty-three. Yeah, almost sixty-four. All right. So yeah, I'm, I'm not making it to fifty. So we're good. <laughs> we're yeah, good. You're we're gonna sure. be there. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, dude. Look what you do to yourself already, and you're fine. So uh, you know. Don't enable them, Drew. <laughs> I saw. I mean, three loaves of bread. We'll talk about that. It's true. So. Vagtastic voyage, gentlemen. Vagtastic voyage. I love the title. I have not read a word of this one yet. I just want to be surprised by it. What up, jeans, Doctor Jeans, and Booth Boys? 2018, my husband and I underwent egg retrieval. Okay. My doctor did not take into account my endometriosis and did not give me an antibacterial, and I ended up in septic shock. That's not the endometriosis, I don't think. That, that, that is just the technique or just a bad, unfortunate complication because your endometriosis isn't infected, so something got you infected. I ended up having to remove one ovary, and a year later ended up having to remove the other one because of a recurring cyst. Oh, boy. Because there is so much scar tissue, they said they had to leave a very small amount of, doesn't say what, hoping would just die off, I guess, of, of ovary. Despite not having ovaries, my periods are still extremely heavy. How could that be? Blood clots and all. I went underwent a uterine biopsy and everything was good. My ultrasound did not detect the small amount of ovary or anything else, yet my blood work says I'm good to go and I'm not in menopause. Okay, so let's summarize. She has endometriosis. She had unusual complications of egg retrieval. She was in septic shock. She has a scarring mess in and around her uterus because of uh, both the endometriosis and the sepsis, the bacteria that got in there. They took everything out for various reasons. One was the infection. The other was the cyst. And they left a little bit behind that is functioning well, it sounds like. The response I got was that even though you can't see the small sliver of ovary, it must still be producing estrogen. Right. Also, I have two pituitary adenomas. Jesus. What is this woman's name? Jamie, Jamie, uh, from SLC, SLC, San Luis, mm. Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City, or maybe that's a medical thing. Oh. SLC, it's Jamie from SLC. Uh, two pituitary adenomas, which nobody has said if they would affect my estrogen production. That's mm, they can, but that's a late affecting the sexual cycling is a, is a later thing uh, from pituitary adenomas, and I'm guessing this these must be non-functioning adenomas. My thoughts are that if pituitary controls hormones, could this be the reason I'm not in full menopause? No, it's not as though the pituitary can, well, it can, but it doesn't really work like that. It, it can drive the thyroid uh, in certain cases, but doesn't really drive the the ovaries into overdrive the way you're thinking. All you need, like, like this is the same thing you've heard me talk about when men worry when they have a testy removed, am I going to make enough testosterone? Am I going to be okay? Yeah, you just need a piece, a piece of it. Will, it will all compensate. Uh, let's see. Uh, thanks, Gene. Keep those britches high and tight so you're not in full menopause because you're not yet in menopause and all you need is that sliver of ovary that's it that's it you're fine but quite a story and that pituitary adenoma needs to be watched carefully by endocrinologist yeah poor lady yeah being biological sucks hi dr drew sometimes after i ejaculate the muscles around my anus cramp up and it's extremely painful can they be related can and if so what could be happening gentlemen i talked to you about this recently hell yeah what is it Sorry, say that one more time. <laughs> Did you get high today before doing this show? No, dude, I'm just, I'm so fucking tired. Why? <laughs> he was stuck on the fact that you said being biological sucks. Oh, yeah, he, he didn't understand. Well, it, that, was it, it biological or being alive sucks? No, no, being biological. The fact that this, look, people, <laughs> the people in this country are in abject massive denial of our biological nature. Shit happens to us because we are these biological soups we are and tumors develop and cancer develop and diseases develop and that's just part of being biological and it kind of sucks and but we have to just that's the way it goes that's just it yeah being biological sucks i was saying that because mm. the reason why he was tripped on it is because i said so basically he just said being alive sucks <laughs> no no it's better than the alternative it doesn't, it doesn't ah, interesting 
No, being being alive is a, is a gift, and we should be in awe every day. See, that's my point. My point is that even though we're biological and we should never deny that, we should live in awe that we get from one day to the next. That's amazing to me. I, I know all the shit that can happen to you a lot. And to me, it's a, a great gift that we get from one day to the next day. All right. Uh, so what is this? The guy with the anus cramping after ejaculating? Ooh. Ooh. I've taught you about this. I made you show me pictures of it. Uh, that is, uh, that that's the dick bones connected to the butt bone type. Deal, yes. Right? Mm, uh, hypo. No. Nope. It's uh, pro- no. P P PC muscle, pubococcygeus muscle. You oh, want to yeah. bring it up again? I'll show you that picture just, to, just so we can all. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> you guys listen carefully. You take notes. You learn. It's almost like I'm teaching you a language lesson. Uh, PC muscle images. And uh, yeah, you give me that one down below that. No, no, over two. There you go. There it is. So you see how the, uh, oh, this is a woman, I think, uh, looks maybe like. Oh, yeah. Uh, I could tell that as well. Uh, but in any event, you see how that all connects. Yeah, well, let's not look at that one. Let's keep going for another one. These are all, put male on the thing. We're getting a bunch of females in there. So male. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, e, mm, no. D- down two, one, over right. Well, that one will do too. Yeah, give me the one to the left, the one you had there. There you go. So you see how that muscle goes from the penis all the way to the sacrum and around the asshole. You see that? Yeah. Okay. And so that thing, that anywhere along that, you can get these crazy spasms as well as the rest of the pelvic floor can get involved. And it's uncomfortable. And it feels like shit. And it feels like getting kicked in the nuts. Remember that? I told you that the other day. And uh, you... the the massaging it sometimes help, but it's it's one of the things that some people get, and it's hard to predict. But uh, ejaculation or stimulation can sometimes be associated with it. So there you go. Even uh, holding your bladder in can do it. That kind of stuff. Okay. Um, hmm. I want to see a little more video. TikTok. Let's do some TikTok. Oh no! These are one of these weird. Eating. You're gonna have to explain this all to me. This this goes with the uh, oh huh. <laughs> Okay, well. Why was that gross? It wasn't. I was always, I'm always worried that there's going to be some kind of big clam or something she's going to pull out of her uh, mouth. But I think Eddie's grossed out. Well, but the imagery here is obvious. Yes, right? <laughs> this is a substitute for oral sex. We all in agreement about that? What? Right, right. <laughs> but why not just, why do we have to go to the langoustine? Why can't we just... You know what I mean? What I, it's kind of mysterious to me why people would have energy around the eating part. Any, oh, any, you're saying use, why doesn't she just go straight to uh, to dick stuff? Right. Why don't we? Or, or why not? She. She may not want to, but why doesn't the viewer go straight uh, to that? Why would they stop at the langoustine? This might be the first stop. You know where they see this and they're like, "Ooh, I should go jerk off." <laughs> uh, so it's something you just kind of accidentally come upon. But there's a whole there's a whole like right because this is mukbang stuff. Is that what that's called? Yeah, just seeing people eat uh, food. Yeah, but the, why yeah, is it always an Asian woman? Why does it have to be Asian? Uh, that's just the stuff that Christine. That's just what the algorithm feeds Christina. I see. Okay, because there, I guess there's a little more exotica to the food. Any anything I'm missing here? Anything from your perspective, from your expertise? Uh, I mean, I had my headphones off that whole uh, time. Well, I don't like the sound she was making, but. Uh, um, <laughs> As far as why it's always an Asian woman, I think people just fetishize Asian women. So, oh, so when uh, okay. they do something, I, you're right. I, that's bad on me. No, I, 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 bad on you. I think it's just no. It's, it's bad on me because I don't think in terms of I don't often the the notion of fetish doesn't occur to me automatically, and that that's what they're doing. To, I don't think about oh, fetish yeah. as pertaining to people, but you're right. People do that all the time. They fetishize certain types and all kinds of things. Yeah, yep. I yep. fetishize everything, so I get it. Tell me more. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just fucking. Everything can be hot, you know. It's just, so right. yeah, I sexualize everything. We just looked at a fucking. Uh, 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 what was that shit? That robot? I don't even remember what it was supposed to fucking Shit, do. Shitting dick nickels. All I'm thinking. No, not that no, one. No, not that Someone's one. Someone's getting upset. No, what was the fucking? What was the little little robot? Oh, the, the fucking... Da Vinci robot. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I get like you. I immediately sexualize it. Like, uh, oh, I, that but, could be hot. But is sexualizing and fetishizing the same thing? Because uh, I get sexualizing everything. I was a young man too once. <laughs> And, mm. and uh, but but fetishizing it feels a little different because because it, it's it's because you can well let's put it this way uh, are you attracted to certain kinds of people 
you mean like ethnicity or types or anything like that, or do do you have do do you like it's see fetishizing is sort of throwing people into categories that are separate from who they are. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Do, do you do that? No, I mean, I, right. I, I, w- I would imagine not. Yeah, you my, just you my, just you just have a sexual piece of it, you know, that's also attached to who they are. I guess, yeah, I guess it's more that. I guess you're right. It's just that yeah. I sexualize okay, everything. I get it. I, I just want to make sure I'm getting enough. it right. By the way, I, yeah. I, this this stuff this is splitting hairs. All right, more TikToks. Hi, I'm Charles Park. I'm 51 years old right now, and I'm divorced. I'm single right now, and my father's a millionaire. Mm, and um, that's nice. My sister's Susan Park from the <laughs> show Fresh Off the Boat. Wow. And um, I'm sure she's proud now. I know. You know, I shouldn't act so desperate, but um, I have a lot of adult movies at home, and I live with my mom. I th- I'm taking care of my mom. Okay, um, that's the truth. I'm not lying. Uh, yeah, that's not something you lie about. Okay, I now I I got I'm I'm fascinated. Uh, um, makes me sad. Makes me sad, but not that sad because he's sort of owning it so much, and he knows it's like uh, he's in sad shape right now. Uh, Do you think he's telling the truth? Well, why does he share that he has many adult films at home? Is that what he said? He did say that. Why would you share that? And why did he lead into that with uh, my sisters on Fresh Off the Boat? I'm sure she'd love to be associated with No, I know. I'm sure she's very proud. But <laughs> but, but, but he, I, I'm sure they had a little conversation within 10 minutes of this thing going live. But but I, 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 I kind of respect him in a weird way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because... He's like he's in a desperate thing. He's he's really at his bottom, right? He's been divorced. I I bet this guy was a fairly high, high functioning dude at one time, and this divorce sort of shattered him. He's had to step in to take care of the mom because nobody else does, and he's alone with his movies and whatever else he's doing. Why though? Why share that on this? Just say I'm desperate. I'm at my bottom, and women love that, right? And any enough, they just love desperation. Oh, desperation is the yeah, fucking th- that is yeah. the that dopest is, king. Yeah, that, Lead uh, with that. <laughs> desperation the king. Best. You notice there is no desperation king. There which sure is isn't. Fascinating, <laughs> uh, but there's also no worse stink on a man for a woman. It just it's kryptonite. So I'm hoping I, I respect him for being open and honest and talking about his bottom. But you need to get the fuck off of that bottom and get into some light living again, my friend. It's uh, it reminds me of I think it was Fight Club. The there was like a part where a girl had she just recovered from cancer or something, or she was, or not recovering. I think it was like confirmed she was uh, faking it. No, no, no. That that she was dying from cancer, and yeah. she was like. I just need to have sex one last time. Oh, like, right, right, right. I'll oh. do anything. I have movies at home. Like, you can. Well, get that off to will that. attract men like bees to honey. That's right, a different true, thing true. than a male going, "I'm at my bottom. Please help me." <laughs> but I, but I think I'm just saying, I think that was the the call for the videos. Is like, even though I'm not going to turn you on, like I have videos, they'll turn you on. You know what I mean? Like, I think. Uh, I think. <laughs> well, he was thinking something. That's for sure. Either that, or he really wasn't <clears throat> thinking. He was just describing his actual situation. But right. Anyway, um, Mr. Park, Park or Parks, Parks, uh, Parks? Park, Park, Mr. Park. Uh, full respect, but uh, my my um, physician instincts are all kicking in here. And like, dude, we can help you. <laughs> You need a therapist. We can help you and get you out of this. It's time. It's time. Do not sit where you are. This is no bueno. Okay, next. This is not somebody, by the way, this is not somebody with, uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can physicians help this one? Uh, uh, No. No, hold it right there, though. I got to look at all that's around. Looking in the back there, is that a bunch of toys? Ooh, yeah. Seeing sure like some, is. What is it, like pocket poly type stuff maybe? Oh. Remember that DDLG thing I was talking about a while ago? No. That's Ding what this dong. is? Wait, this is that? I bet that's a part of it. I mean, there's a lot going on. but There oh, is, is a the, lot going on. Is the ponytails on. the giveaway? This person is, uh, I have a mixed sort of response to this, which is, uh, they're into this. You know what I mean? This is a commitment. This isn't somebody who's part-time. This is a full-time thing. And I'm going to bet that like the Christina's of the world kind of maybe likes not the right word, but you remember how goth she was? That was a full-time commitment. And so she, right. they, because she was goth, she kind of gets this. This is sort of a another version of Wait, goth. you think Christina gets this? I do. Not, I don't think she does. <laughs> 
What did she say on your mom's house? I think she'll get a part of it. I think she gets the fact that people who are trying to establish an identity and understand themselves will commit to things that are bullshit, which she would agree that her whole goth thing was bullshit, but she'd understand why people would do that. Right? Am, Am I off base with this? I think I get what you're. I get what you're getting at. Yeah, that, that like even though because I'm what I'm saying. There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, she in wouldn't this, get but, this. She wouldn't get why somebody selects this particular commitment, but right. she would get why somebody goes down an extreme path mm-hmm. and, 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 and go, makes that and, their whole and identity. makes that their identity. Yeah, Got you. yeah, yeah. And no, Dave, no, no, you have some other uh, uh, evidence of other when she reacted to this. Uh, I just think that she was like, uh, yeah. I just thought it was cool that they're showing off their gun and stuff. Well, I bring it. Bring my take. Wait, wait, wait. I want to see. Look at all more of those toys. Wow. Wow. That's pretty rad. You. It makes me wonder if this person has, if this, you know, uh, unlike the goth thing that we were just talking about, I'm wondering if this is something this person has as an altar, and that they, you know, during the day they're like a physics professor. You know what I mean? You think this one's a physics professor? No, I'm just saying. It makes me wonder: could there be somebody like this? I don't know what the hell's going on with this them, but uh, that that could also uh, like carry on a normal life and have this sort of as a background thing. And this isn't fetish. This is more like like goth and and furries and all that kind of stuff. Does it go sexual? Help me, uh, Annie. This uh, it's sort of I'm- anti-sexual, isn't it? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to see more clips. I guess. I, I don't yeah. know. There was nothing sexual in that clip. Yeah, I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but right. I'd say, as far as people, normal people who like live normal lives but do super intense shit. I yeah. Mean, wasn't Norm one of those people? Norm. Norm McDonald. Uh, uh, pig tits. Oh yeah. Right? Norm oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Because I think he was like a either a real estate bro. What yeah was yeah. He was a loan officer or something. something like yeah, that. yeah yeah. He was a mortgage guy. Yeah and. and uh, and by the way, I found out since we is he is he coming back into his altar? That's an altar, but that there's this world of piggies. Did you know about this? World of piggies. Yes, that piggies. That I didn't know this when we examined Norm back in the day. That to be a pig is to be somebody that eats shit. That's into scat. Well, uh, we found that with him. I know definitely he, checks out. Yeah, but that's a specific sort of zone. That when you're saying I'm a piggy, that's what that means. I mean, I do remember seeing a different video one time. I don't even remember if we played on the show of someone that claimed to be a shit pig, and they, they did have similar behavior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, is it a gay thing? Is it, does it have a sexual orientation? I don't think it? shit is not gendered. Necessarily. Okay. Not gender, uh, sexual orientation. Mm-mm, not necessarily. Okay, all right. And, and Annie, you say that with confidence. Well, I'm just saying, well, spe- specifically but, uh, with Norm, he has I, a mistress, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess... Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, not a, well. You did see some chicks doing it on the uh, on the on the live show. I was gonna say not a chick thing, but uh, you guys, uh, you know, yeah, you, something tells you me that to, wasn't uh, their choice. You go to still, a deep enough corner in the web, you could find women may, doing anything. That's right, and maybe the, the being a piggy is motivated differently. I, I I don't know. I don't know. It makes my head spin, guys. It makes my head spin. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to do with these things that people commit to that are just sort of narratives. You masturbate to him. <laughs> well, 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 well um, there you go. <laughs> That's it then. Uh, give me some voice messages, please. I need to help some people. Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey. This is Katie from Katie. Delaware. I just had a question about herpes, um, genital herpes. I have partners and I've never had a problem, but I have one partner that's really against touching me down there. He'll wear a condom. But when it comes time to fingering me or eating me out, he won't do it. He's hmm. so scared. Hmm. He says he could get it on his fingers and all of this. So I don't know. Can you shed some light on the spread of it? I do take suppressive therapy daily. Oh. Um, can you just shed some light on like herpes yeah, and the yeah. spread of it and if suppressive therapy really works? I've had yes. past partners and have never had a problem. Yes, this yes. guy seems pretty adamant about yes. um, not getting you'll hell wear a condom but nothing else so anything you can do to help love you bye thanks katie um so interesting really a good question Uh, suppressive therapy is valtrex or you know zovrax one of these medications and they are about you know 96 percent effective in reducing transmission uh and as you said you've had other partners where you just took the suppressive therapy and nothing happened and that definitely is protective but it's not a hundred percent 
So a partner that is freakish, you know, sort of really worried about this, they're going to worry about it. Um, the thing about herpes is, uh, you know, I saw, I think I brought this up in a past show with Brian Simpson. The comedian said that, you know, herpes is like, racism is like herpes. Everyone got has got it, but everyone claims they don't. Herpes is really common, and most people that have it don't even know they have it. So at least you know you have it and are taking suppressive therapy. It, there's a high probability if this guy's sexually active, he'll get exposed to it at some point along the way. So I, I just don't want you to feel ashamed. This guy makes you feel diminished by this, and that's unfortunate. It's a very, very common thing. And as you know, it's a, it's a skin rash. People are freaking out about cold sores that just show up on the genitals or show up on the mouth or show up on the finger. They do. There's something called herpetic whitlow. Show me herpetic whitlow, W-H-I-T-L-O-W. Can show up on the finger. He is correct. It can. Uh, and it's kind of, when I've seen it, when I've seen patients with herpetic whitlow, it's kind of painful. That, that's the main problem with it. Uh, there it is. I would sort of give oh, it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one of the upper left is pretty typical. Yeah, that that's herpetic whitlow. Yeah, there it is. Uh, and it's out in the periphery of the digit usually. And it, but the whole arm can hurt sometimes with it. I've had that kind the of thing. The whole happen. arm. Yeah, it can be because again, it's in. It comes through the nerve. Is how the the virus sits out in the out in our spine, and then it comes down the nerve and it makes the the rash out in the periphery. And uh, it doesn't go away. That's why people freak a little bit about it. It's a permanent thing that comes and goes, and it does to diminish in intensity with time. As you know, there's two types, type 1 and type 2. Both occur on the genitals and both occur on the mouths. It's just there was a time early for a while there where most people that had it on the genitals had type 2 and most people had it on the mouth on type 1. It's weird to me that guys like your partner are so freakishly upset about it because I can pretty much promise you he has type one on his mouth already because most people do oh oh, oh oh my god yeah it's not that big a deal is it but, possible for like someone having it their whole life and not knowing it oh it happens a lot Whoa. it happens a lot because uh, it's so it's so mild in some people and and sometimes in women the outbreaks are internal so they don't ever really see it or not really aware that's what's going on and the, but but to his point you can get it on the fingers i've shown you you can get it on the mouth and around the mouth and it's rather unpleasant when that happens it's why people, in addition to recommending suppressive therapy and a condom, will also say you should use a dental dam when engaged in oral sex, so you don't reduce, don't don't transmit stuff. Um, that all said, um, he's sort of being a bitch, you know. He's your partner. Uh, I end, but he has a, every right to be concerned if that's what he is. I, I mean. The, the, Am I right, guys? You're the best, Drew. My man. You're the absolute best. <laughs> a, 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 am, am I right, though? Is that true? Or? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grow I, the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> well, well, it's that my thing is if he were if he were not sexually active with anybody and, you know, but he's like shaming her and, but he, of course, he knows she, and I understand he wants to be careful and he should be careful. I'm not saying don't be careful. I'm saying this is your sexual partner now and you're. Yeah, figure I figure this out, man. Figure it out. Yeah, fire this guy uh, and get a new one that's not upset with this. Or, or that. That's another way to do it. And uh, and they're out there, Katie. Trust me. Um, but uh, good on you taking expressive therapy and taking control of your health and understanding how to deal with this. It's a very, very common thing. And um, hopefully, you know, you won't transmit it to him. It's upsetting to him to have to be exposed to it. But I, I don't know. I'm not sure this guy. I mean, think about what happens. Let's say you marry this guy, right? If you, you marry him, what what's going to happen then? Uh what I when I'm counseling couples like that, what I normally say is let it fly. I mean, so you both share this thing. So what? It's going to happen eventually anyway. Uh, if you're going to have an active marriage, so whatever. I've uh, been bleeding for a year. I have hydradenitis suprativa. Remember this hydradenitis suprativa, gentlemen? I do not. Okay, H I D R A D E N I T I S. Hydradenitis. H H I D R A there it is. Yeah. Uh, let's look at it. And that's, the second picture on the top is an armpit, and that's usually where it occurs. It's these nasty, horrible boils in the armpit area, essentially, and they're inflammatory. I've had open cysts that bleed so much. I'm anemic. Oh, my God. Uh, my doctor advised to lose weight, which does – do you notice that you can see that's kind of an overweight person? Uh, I have lost 130 pounds so far. Good for you. Uh, the more weight I lose, the worse it got. Oh my God, the poor thing. Jay, she puts her name in here as Jay. It's a female, I assume. I have cysts on the inside of both thighs and cysts in my pelvic area. I've tried Humira, which is an immune suppressive. Uh, currently on Remicade, which is a relative of uh, just like Humira. Anything else I should try other than surgery, which the surgeon said the cyst can grow back. Wow, that's a tough case. 
Um, I'm imagining you've tried antibiotics. That's the other thing is to sort of look at this as a recurrent furunculosis and to take long-term, sometimes a couple of antibiotics. In fact, uh, that's kind of what uh, our buddy Josh Potter's getting into a little bit of this. He might need to be on some antibiotics kind of chronically because of it. And actually the combination of antibiotics that we discussed with him are ones that can work for this. Um, let's see, what are the uh, other videos you guys have up there? I don't see the list. There we are. Hmm, cool guy is your mom. What's going on there? Oh, yeah, I think you're going to like this one. All right. Okay, this one's for Philip and Emily, okay? I am legally married to your father. Legally married to your father. I can get the marriage certificate proven I am legally married to your father. So stop calling that goddamn bitch of my sister your mother. She isn't your goddamn mother. I am! You hear me? So you better stop calling her mom. If Sherry was here, you know what she'd say? Take a baseball bat, go smack them with it. Guess what I got? So you either stop calling her mom or I'm going to beat the mortal fuck out of you two. You are my kids now, mine. So you better stop calling her goddamn mom. I am your mother, that's it. Bottom line, Johnny, get your ass in line. Get your ass to me now. That's disturbing. Yeah, this feels like it should have been a text or a phone call, right? Uh, or a referral to the local authorities. Uh, I feel bad for him. Is it okay to call him him, I'm imagining? Uh, he does have the cool guy teeth, so he qualifies. There's a little bit of a, I mean, it's so excessive. There's a little manic, methy kind of quality. I don't know what that is. Um the aggression, the unregulated aggression and stuff. And uh, am I getting the, the narrative correct that his sister was their biological parent maybe? And then the dad flipped over to the brother of the wife, of the mom? Uh, and we're getting something like that here? I mean, it was, it was a little hard to follow. Hard to follow. Yeah. It's, it uh, looks like the kids are calling this person's sister their mom and that's really upsetting this i get that but but why would they do that if the sister had not been the biological parent or maybe the stepmom for a while and i i'd like to hear from the the husband of this gentleman gentlemen i hope i'm using the right uh gender identification wow that's disturbing Talking about threatening people with a baseball bat and stuff because because of their huh. use of language. So this isn't funny to you, huh? He's cool. That's a cool guy. He's cool. That dude is cool. You know what? I think I have something over here that will really lift your spirits. Okay, can't wait. My name is Aiden, and this is my first time drinking a Sprite. Well, let's see how it goes. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It's a bit much. <laughs> I like it though. Oh, good. It's just intense. Oh, intense? A little bit much? Yeah, was that? Jeez. I'm feeling crazy. All right, that's enough for me. That's it. I'm going to hit my limit. That makes me, it did clear my palate a little bit. Right? But, but I'm obsessing about what's tattooed on his forehead. What does that say? Can you uh, read it? I think it says beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, boy. Isn't that crazy that he tried face tattoos before he tried to sprite? Yes. Yes, he's cool. That's another cool guy. Super cool. He's super cool, dude. But but his teeth were a little... Well, he's got the talk eye, right? You see that Does right he? there? Oh, oh, you missed it. Go back to where you were. Down a little bit. See the talk eye? See it? The left... Uh, the, our right, I his think, left. I think he's just surprised by the flavor. No, that is the... T <laughs> he didn't expect it to have so that much That is a bite. talk eye. All you need... That's the threshold eye for talks. All right, and but his teeth are a little good. That's why. I, that's what I'm struggling with. He's not as cool as he should be, right? Yeah, was that? And does he have a tattoo around his neck? Is that what I'm seeing too, or is that a thing yeah. around his neck? Yeah, I think he's all inked up. What yeah. an interesting dude. Huh, interesting. All right. Well, it's just nice to see that he's trying new things. You know? He's yeah. What? What else? I mean, I, first of all, do we believe it? He's never had a Sprite before? Or could I mean, this... it, it's pretty believable. Did you see those yeah. reactions, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm wondering what else he's got weird tried. thing to lie about. Yeah, I, 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 a, the whole thing is weird, let's be fair. True. What, what, what is true. over his whole head there? Is there? There's a bunch of writing on the wall. I think it's a calendar. Yeah, it's a calendar. That's like painted on the wall? I think no, it's no, taped. 
Yeah, it's taped. Oh. oh, maybe on the screen that you're looking at it, it looks like the same color. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> what do you? And Christina spends her time watching this shit. All right, good. He he gives me serial killer vibes. <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, because he, he's so calm and but like you know, it's it seems like it's uh, interesting to him, but he's not saying it like it's interesting. It's right. something about that. The, that the emotional disconnect. Killer. Yeah. yeah it's weird. Well, there's there's a this there's a there's something missing in the story that we don't know mm. as to why he's so inked up. When you have to start getting face tats, it, it's, it means something, right? Uh, and he's got, and he has never had, had Sprite before. Why? Was he in prison since he was 12 or something? I mean, it could be, right? That's a good call. Yeah, yeah that's a really good <laughs> thought right there, Drew. So, he's cool. He's a cool guy. I'm so glad they introduced me to all these cool guys. Um, okay, we've got TikToks uh, calling Joel Osteen a piece of shit about that yeah this one's super fun a lot of cool guys today Cuba Joel Osteen uh oh hey man you know you're a piece of shit right <laughs> you know right right come on yeah you know you know right yeah yeah you know take care folks you know I hate guys like that like Joel Osteen or no, this guy no this guy okay, I really hate guys like that I don't, I don't hate a lot uh-huh. Um you, you mean you mean because of if the he, entrapment of it of Yes, like, okay. the entrapment. Yeah, yeah. And and then the you. then the self satisfaction of having duped somebody. It, look, he wants to call the guy a piece of shit, call him a piece of shit. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But don't pretend you're his buddy and then call him a piece of shit. That that now you're a piece of shit. Beyond. You've you've out Osteen to Osteen. I think that's a fair point. Yeah. And and by the way, he, he, I'd like to know why he's a piece of shit. I mean exactly what the problem is. I mean, whatever. But uh, you know, th- this is—he is a piece of shit. This guy, so humbly, humbly, humbly. He's not even cool. He could at least be a cool guy. Um, maybe it's some of this stuff. <laughs> uh oh. In today's uncertain times, life can feel overwhelming and leave you struggling for answers. But oh, this you is can Joel Osteen. Overcome life's challenges. Wake up every oh, morning this inspired. This is and product. Looking forward to each day. Introducing the Inspiration Cube, oh my the easy-to-use portable That's audio hysterical. system filled with life-changing messages of hope, guidance, and strength from Joel Osteen, That's one of hysterical. the world's most inspiring spiritual leaders. Hey, look, you may me. feel today like you're trapped. That is not how your story ends. Some dreams are waking up, hope is waking up, abundance is waking up. With the simple push of a button, remove those negative thoughts with a new message to inspire your day. God is saying to you, you have struggled long enough. Unexpected blessings are coming your way. Over 400 of Joel's greatest inspirations ever assembled. This, they oh. should turn this into an SNL skit. It's funny, but but I don't have any problem with that. I th- Well, you know, we actually turned this into, uh, or one of our fans turned this into, they made a YMH cube. They uh, oh, guy. it's so good. Yeah, check this out. Wait, 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 wait. First, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop it. But I, but I want to address the Joel Stein thing. Look, Joel, if Joel is doing something that makes people feel better, I, I would not recommend somebody buy it. I don't. It, that the fact that people are buying it, those are the people I have problems with. And maybe they ought to look to other things to try to improve their life. But if this makes them feel better. Who the fuck am I to say that that's a bad thing? And if Joel makes them feel better, good on Joel. I, there's so many other sort of versions of that in the world out there that are things that are harmless that make people feel better. It doesn't mean Joel seems a piece of shit, but but he has now inspired the YMH Cube, which we we have to we actually have to create this thing. We have to have it. Let's see it. This guy made it. Is it actually exists? Yeah, it exists, and he sent it to us. I think it's uh, in our LA office. But, oh. Uh, yeah, here, check this out. What's up, mommies? I spent my whole weekend hacking this stupid cube. I still got a little work to do, but I've loaded it now with content that's a little more relevant to our community. So, Much the way I hate that other guy that's, that uh, duped Joel Osteen, I love this guy. This is my favorite so human. inspirations. Uh, if you're feeling a little bit stingy, we can go to Leo for a little bit of inspiration. Oh. Give it to me. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. It's fantastic. This is my favorite human. uh, Inspiration comes in the form of (coughs) thought-provoking questions, such as. This is age group's important question. Do you ever worry that you're retarded and no one is telling you? Well, it's true. 
And and, they, and he's got the if you he, there's a little strip that comes across. Do you ever feel your the uh, words are across the yeah. screen? Fant- this was this done is, by Audio Bridge Matt. He's a real G. This is so fantastic. This is the this man is this. We have to have an award for him or something. This man deserves a medal. Is yeah. there more? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, here, let me see. So that was the inspirations. Let me get into some affirmations. This this should inspire a whole line of products, frankly. Right. So those are daily inspirations. Yeah. Another category on the cube are affirmations. Something that you can wake up, start your day, feel positive about the rest of the day. <laughs> Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just wanted to say hi, wish you a great day. Great way to wake up in the morning. Yes, yes it is. I love you. You're the best human ever. Another one. Oh, this is so fantastic. Next, a classic YMH clip. Good rising. Hi, babe, on this great Saturday. I've been looking at your pictures so long, babe. And they and they magnify my eyes, babe. I turn into a telescope when I see your page. You know, I never, I don't think I've seen that one. Maybe next show. Ooh. Yeah, next show maybe. If it's yeah. Uh Well, anyway, you don't have to hear everything here. We we all know what's coming, right? With some I I I in there, I'm sure, and stuff like that. But but there, we need a we need a whole. I don't know, maybe a. Trying to get a Drew cube? Is that uh, what we're trying something. to do? Yeah, <laughs> we, we need more th- like that. I, well, I wonder what else is in that man's mind because that man is a genius and he's a he needs to be elevated to a leadership position in the world. So uh, whatever he's got, uh, I'm all ears. Let's see what he's got yeah. else up his sleeve. He's the best. He's the best. But but we should not, seriously, we should not leave it at just that because it, it's a great way to share the YMH. Um, it's a great way to learn YMH slogans. You know what I'm saying? If you want to, if you want to, so many of our friends that aren't in the mommy world may not understand some of the language we use. This is like a little language cube. It can help help indoctrinate and teach them how to how to how to relate in the the genes world. Yeah, I've said for a long time. I think uh, we we need the YMH app. We really need the YMH. Yeah, app. Yeah, that may be it. But but it's mm-hmm. it's kind of that seems almost too. Um, this guy's laid down a a, a a gauntlet. I mean, this is. This is a new level. This is beyond app. This is a, a device that uh, you can turn to all day. See, Joel Osteen didn't have it so bad. He was onto something. It just was full of nonsensical, empty slogans. We're going to fill it full of real stuff, real things that really help. Yeah. Any more TikToks out there? That is so fantastic. Yeah, we got a couple this more. This is great news. I just came home from prison. I don't really know yeah. how to work this shit, but damn, I got some hoes on here. Let me get a follow or something. Yeah, that's a cool guy. Oh, look at those teeth, though. Yeah, fresh out of wow. jail. And uh, yeah, just on Instagram. Well, you got the face the tats. Got the face tats. So, uh, like I said, that's why That's why I surmise that the Sprite Man might have been uh, just out of prison, too. But who knows? All right, what else you got? Just a little update. It's been about a year and a half. Oh, no. And my craft singles purse is still existing. Ew. She may not be thriving, but she's here. Good She's f- here. Oh, I hope that's a joke. She, I don't think she, it she, is. she had a little smile in her voice. I'm hoping. No, yeah, but I mean, you could see that one of those squares is a little rotted. Yeah, We're, th- that is literally American cheese slices made into a purse. Pretty resourceful. Mm. <laughs> not like our. Playful. Yeah, I think so too. But it, that is not the kind of ingenuity that our young man showed us with the cube. See, uh, you see you're, the difference here. You're right. She's see no audio bridge, Matt. All right, I, guys, I, I am, <clears throat> I am literally losing it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm descending into something that I, where I don't recognize myself anymore. <clears throat> so then before your transformation I, is almost complete. It's almost complete. But it, before I say something, I, I regret again. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign off. Uh, stay, stay tuned. Coming soon. Uh, Susan Pinsky returns. Uh, you're not going to want to miss this. There's a whole adventure that we have to uh, share with you all, which we will do on the next episode of Dr. After Dark. So again, check out the bobbleheads, check out this, the merch, store.ymhstudios.com, more emails, drdrewafterdark at gmail.com, and of course the voice message is 818-253-1693. And support the people that support us, by the way. We try to be very careful with the people that uh, that uh, support this show, and so to please do support them. It uh, allows us to keep doing this stuff, so we appreciate it. We'll see you next time. 
All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.